Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still only regular legal podcast. My name is Tim Elliott. As always, I'm at the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalava and Pleska. We're in Jumeirah Lakes Towers here in Dubai, and I'm with Ludmilla Yamalava, the managing partner. Nice to see you again. Good to be here with you, Tim. Uh, Ludmilla, we are recording on June the 1st, 2023. June the 1st, 2023 heralds a new era. Corporate tax has been officially... I was going to say launched. It's not quite the right word. It's introduced today. And this is kind of day one, I suppose, of people trying to understand what the tax means, the threshold, the rate, and I guess also how to register. And those are the things I wanted to talk to you about today. Just briefly, really, it's incumbent on lots of different people, and we'll talk about who it is, to register uh, for corporate tax from today's date, isn't it? Let's run through registration. Uh, yes. Well, first of all, what we're talking about is what is otherwise known as the UAE corporate tax law. Yes. Kind of a scary phrase, mm-hmm. especially for all of those who've lived and worked and run businesses in the UAE for uh, however many years uh, until recently the word tax was a kind of a non-existent in our vocabulary, um, apart from the VAT, which is the value-added tax, which was introduced in 2018, but that's sort of the was a uh, enough of a shocker back then, but we've kind of sort of absorbed it and accepted it um, uh, as uh, just you know moving moving along with the times. But since it was not a direct VAT, is not a direct tax, it didn't really kind of affect affect us so much uh, personally, uh, at least at least for many. Uh, now there's something different. This is now mm. you eat corporate tax law. So that that now this particular tax does affect um, particular businesses and people uh, or natural persons uh, directly. So it's this is a direct tax versus the indirect tax, which is the VAT, uh, and. Um, and there's this uh, kind of menacing f- concept, <laughs> word, <laughs> phrase, uh, was introduced by virtue of the UAE Federal Decree Law Number 47 of 2022 on the taxation of corporations uh, and businesses. So that's kind of the, the name of the law. Uh, and the law was introduced in 2020, 2022, but as you rightfully said, uh, it's uh, it will start applying the application uh, or who it's going to start applying to uh, with kicking after or in 2023, and in particular, uh, it will start applying for any businesses um, as of June 1st, 2023, which is right now, for any businesses whose fiscal year or financial year starts in June. Yes. So, uh, so for all those businesses for whom fiscal year starts in June, uh, then, um, um, then as of today, they will now, technically speaking, be subject to this UAE corporate tax law, at least, and we kind of kind of go through what that means, but it's uh, for now, it's it's more procedurally rather than substantively, to, you know, the definition of being subject to it. But yeah, if you're a business and your fiscal year is of uh, June um, every year, so then today is the day when you're supposed to, where you are now officially subject to the UAE corporate tax, and also as part of that, you need to register uh, with the UAE to the relevant authorities and government. Now, for all those businesses for whom uh, fiscal year starts uh, on the calendar year, i.e. January 1st, uh, they, this obligation, or they will become subject to this law as of January 2024. Right. So today is not uh, the day, the D-day for all the businesses, 
taxes in the UAE. It's really only for those uh, uh, whose fiscal year starts as of as of June. For all the other businesses, including, for example, our business, um, uh, our, we operate in the calendar year, uh, so we'll become subject to this law as of January uh, 2024. But you can register now. Is the point that the the platform is uh, Amara Tax? Is that right? Is open? Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. So okay. so um, maybe it's not it's not so much the obligation yet, but the ability to register uh, uh, became available as May fifteenth of just this year, yeah. uh, and the registration is done through what's called the Amara Tax Platform, which is launched by the UAE Federal Tax Authority and um, or, or the FTA. Uh, and at, but at present, at least as of May uh, and as of today as well, uh, it's only open. The registration that is is open for private companies uh, or public joint stock companies. It is not yet available for free zones. Um, okay. So any businesses that are, that are based in free zones, they cannot yet register. Uh, but it will certainly the ability for those businesses for free zones to be registered will become available later in the year. So this is another kind of topic, maybe for another day. But will this does exactly mean what I just said, which is free zone companies or free zone businesses, even though they're based in free zones, they are still subject uh, to this law to an extent, and they still have to register. Uh, with uh, the authorities, with the FTA, through this MRT tax platform, even if they're free zones. And uh, so similarly, the registration for other categories of taxable persons, such as natural persons Mm -hmm. uh, who are conducting business or business activity, will also be open later. So, for example, if you're a freelancer, you also ultimately will have to register uh, and you will be subject to this this law. And you will have to, as, as part of being subject to the law, you will have to register. Uh, you may not have to pay tax, so we'll come, da- come back to it, but you are subject to the law because you are in business, even if you're just a freelancer, uh, and you will have to register. Uh, but right now, this the D-Day of June 1st, which is today, does not quite apply to, let's say, you as a, as a, uh, as a natural person. Uh, because the system is not open, or the free zone companies, like we, you know, our firm is is based in the free zone, so we also uh, cannot register yet. Uh, so it's in the rolling system. The um, uh, the the services are being kind of bolstered and refined as as we go through the process. So right now it's open to uh, once again to private companies and public joint stock companies. But as time goes on, more and more businesses will be able to register. Uh, and um, just a little bit about this um, this platform, the Emirate Tax Platform. Uh, it's an interesting, so it's a government platform. So it's just not to be misunderstood. It's not some sort of a private service. Um, it is a government platform, and it integrates entities such as the UAE Central Bank. Uh, the UAE Pass, which we've talked about before and we mm-hmm. know, and we have a special uh, podcast episode on just the UAE Pass and why it's important. And voila, this is another example of why the UAE Pass is important. Yep. So you register, and this is integrate, this this your ability to integrate and register for this Emirate uh, uh, tax platform uh, is linked with your UAE Pass and the UAE Central Bank and to basically other, other government services. Uh, and um, at least according, we haven't really used it ourselves yet because it's not available to us, but at least by uh, according to the representations of the various government authorities, the whole 
Emirate tech platform is meant to be kind of intuitive and easy to use and uh, with various help options um, and will even be available on mobile soon and, and all obviously with the objective of providing you no excuse <laughs> not to register. So it's going to be very easy to register and very easy to uh, receive uh, answers uh, so that you have uh, zero excuse to uh, to claim that I didn't understand I couldn't register. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's the that's the registration. So it is now open for many businesses and all certainly all those businesses who are whose fiscal year starts as of June first are already uh, subject to this corporate tax. Okay, let's talk about the tax rate and the thresholds. 9% is the headline figure, isn't it? Yes. Um, so 9% for those of us who didn't even have tax in our vocabulary is a lot. Uh, but for all those other businesses... The T word, <laughs> yes, Exactly, yes. I don't want to say it out loud too too much. Uh, but for those, uh, for many other businesses and for many other individuals um, uh, who are doing businesses as natural persons, for example, 9% for them is still very not, not very much <laughs> if you compare it to other countries. And then that's, I guess, that's the other argument, side of the argument is you compare it to, for example, certain European countries, Nordic countries, <laughs> where tax rate can go up to 50 60% and 9% is uh, fairly moderate. But yes, mm. the tax rate is 9% and it applies not to all businesses. Uh, so not all businesses have to uh, to pay. It only applies to um, uh, any sort of income for all those businesses uh, whose income is more than 375,000 dirhams or which is about $100,000 per year. Yeah. Uh, so and it applies to what's called taxable persons um, and they could be legal or natural. In other words, uh, it could either be a company with a license or it could be a natural person. Just for example, you, Tim, Elliot, operating on your own, but you're wheeling and dealing, doing businesses without any kind of uh, license necessarily, but you are sort of doing business. That That's you. That's an example of a natural person. Uh, as long as you're doing business, you're also subject to it, even though you don't have a legal entity sort of to um, on, on the basis of which you're operating and wheeling and dealing. Uh, okay. So, but as long as, so it doesn't apply to all of your income. It's only uh, income that you um, make over the threshold. Uh, so, in other words, over 375,000 dirhams. So, let's say if you're making 250,000 dirhams a year or 300,000 dirhams, you don't need to pay any tax. So, the 9%, so it's 0%. So, your, your income is subject to 0%. Yeah. So, 9% only applies to those who make over 375,000, one, and two, it only applies on the margin, on, on anything above 375,000. So for example, if you are making 375,000, you actually don't, you're still at zero, but if you're making 300 and um, or 400,000, so you have to pay 9% on the margin, on the difference between 400,000 and 375,000. So you're only paying 9% on the 25,000 dirhams. So that's an important um, uh, caveat uh, that it's not all of your income that is covered. It's only just basically the margin. Um, that's one. And um, two is that um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's called an income tax, not a revenue tax, which is important. So, for example, and this is obviously a lot more substantive topic, and we can dedicate a subsequent uh, podcasts to these various uh, sort of subtopics of this very large and complex and nuanced area of law, uh, which is very new to all of us. But in general terms, uh, when it's called an income tax, it means you are taxed on the income, not your revenue. So, for example, as a business, you could make a million dirhams a year. 
year, but that's not your income. It's your revenue. Mm. It's the money that you receive, for example, from your various clients, and uh, uh, but it's not all your income because then you need to offset all your expenses from all the revenue, and the income is basically when you take all your sort of revenue and offset your expenses uh, from it. It's whatever that margin is. That's your income, which yep. is at a very high level. Uh, so it's not like just because you're a business and you make a million dirhams, all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you know, I have to pay. Uh, I have to pay nine percent on all of my million dirhams. Not at all. You just, but but that also means that you need well businesses who have not been doing this yet will have to have um, uh, significant uh, changes uh, to their bookkeeping practices and their kind of accounting and internal practices, where they will really have to be very vigilant in terms of keeping track of all of their expenses to allow them to ultimately. Um, uh, offset all the revenue from um, you know expenses from the revenue mm. to make sure that they only that they have a very easily a very clearly documentable and the substantiated income base. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's definitely going to lead to some significant changes in businesses' way of of, of operating. That's an interesting point to highlight. Actually, there's also some tax relief for small businesses under the the, the new law. Uh, yes. So there's a specific, and by the way, this the, the corporate tax law that we talked about is, uh, you know, this this law 47 2022. That's yeah. the main law. But then this main law will just, if you want to visualize it, it's going to be like a, a spider web <laughs> of uh, regulations uh, that will comprise ultimately uh, the the corporate uh, the UE corporate tax uh, legal framework mm. uh, or platform. So it's it's this main law. This is substantive law, but as part of the substance law, there's different uh, regulations, uh, circulars, amendments, clarifications, guidelines, decrees, and so on and so forth that will be sort of issued as part of this main substantive law. Yeah. So those regulations and those guidelines and those amendments and clarifications, are how some of them have already been issued, and there will be many more um, that are uh, we already know are in discussion or in draft form, and so ultimately you know, we. We don't look at this as just this law number 47 because <laughs> it's just the beginning. It's just going to create sort of the, um, the the skeleton, if you will, and then all this the meat on the bone uh, it will be uh, will be sort of an ongoing process as as more regulations will um, will come forward. And so this small uh, small business relief is an example of that. Uh, so of one of these regulations, and that was um, it was issued by virtue of a ministerial decision number 73 of 2023 just this year and it's called the small business corporate tax relief uh that was the i guess is based on this ministerial decision that is a add-on to the corporate tax law and as per this small business corporate tax relief um uh, certain businesses uh, sort of small businesses or taxable persons whose income is below three million dirhams mm -hmm. so um uh, for each reportable period are not to be subject uh nine percent corporate tax so they are subject to basically zero percent so if you are a business whose income is three million dirhams uh, that's basically what you um uh, you will only be paying zero percent uh, but anything above it uh, then you know that you'll be subject to nine percent however right. you do need to apply for this uh, small business uh, relief uh, so you have to be sort of a qualifying um a qualifying either free zone person so a member of some sort of multinational enterprise groups um uh, and um, you know, there, and there are some exemptions as well. Uh, so certain kind of companies, bigger companies, you know, that for example, that if you have like a what's called the multinational enterprise groups, 
you know, if you're a subset of that, one of these groups, you cannot benefit from small, uh, small business relief because you're actually part of a much larger group. So there are a yeah. few exemptions there as well. Uh, but in order to benefit from this tax relief, businesses have to apply. Uh, and they have to apply so during the applicable period. Uh, so it's not, in other words, it's not by default just because you're making less than you're within the three million threshold of income threshold does not mean that you automatically don't have to pay tax or you're zero percent, zero rated. No, no, you have to specifically apply for that uh, small tax relief and uh, in order to basically benefit. And, and as long as you start, if your income starts going above the three million, then obviously you need to start paying the nine percent. So that's that's basically the small business relief uh, uh, plan. Finally, uh, I just wanted to ask you about obligations. I mean, uh, corporate tax in the UAE is, as of today, part of the country's uh, legislative framework. So, what do we need to know to to understand that framework? What's important to point out? So, so there's a few big guidelines. One is that um, there is several thresholds in terms of uh, uh, in terms of being subject to the corporate tax law. So, one is that it applies to all businesses, yep. and uh, in whatever form, natural or legal. Uh, if that's a legal form and natural, as an example I drew before. So, I have, I, let's say my business, I have a license to you practice law. So that, that I am a legal entity, a legal legal business. You, for example, if you're a freelancer. Uh, let's say a web designer, you know, a songwriter, you're a freelancer, you're a freelancer, you don't have a legal sort of a, a, a license for your free license, you may or may not, uh, but if you don't have, that does not exclude you from, from this law, you're still in business, you're freelancing business, so you call a natural person, or for example, let's say you own multiple properties, and you just, and they, in your own name, and but you manage them as a business, right, that will, that's an example of you being a natural person, but um, you're still subject but you have a business so you're subject to this law so that's number one so uh, number two is that it includes all 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 basically businesses and natural persons applicable natural persons or taxable persons in the UAE which in which uh, specifically means free zones so all companies in free zone are subject to this law irrespective of the nature of your business or your income or your threshold so, and I'm talking about being subject to the law, right? So you're all subject to so all the free zones, all the little small little free zone companies in Najman and Fujairah and you know, Ras al-Khaim, Amal Kuwait, wherever they may be, they are also subject to this law. Just because they're free zones does not make them not. There was quite a bit of speculation and there's a lot of uh, sort of debate on whether free zones will actually fall under this law. And the answer is that they will. There are a few exemptions, exceptions, and uh, caveats, but as a general rule, I'm saying so they are all subject to the law. Now, what does it mean for all these um, um, taxable persons, uh, which include legal and natural persons, but they'll call as a general term taxable persons. That's how the law refers to the likes of you and me. Uh, So all these taxable persons um, have to register with FTA. So you could be a free zone business in Amal Kuwait that uh, basically really just have had uh, your little uh, company for purposes of having a trade uh, a, a visa, for example, for yourself and your family. Uh, or you could be uh, you could own small small little sort of uh, consultancy, a web design company, and you make I don't know hundred thousand dirhams a year. 
Um, and so in, in a free zone, doesn't matter. As long as you are a, a business or a taxable, not a taxable person, you are required to register with FTA. Yep. Okay, but the registration, as we mentioned earlier, depends on when your fiscal year starts. If it's if June, uh, is it mid-year or in June, then you have to start registering now, except there are certain businesses that are not a- able to register yet. But for all others, uh, we'll have to re- register as of um, uh, as of January 2024. So all these businesses are subject to the law. As part of being subject to the law, they have to register with FTA. And more importantly, they all have to submit um, uh, to submit uh, tax returns every year at the end of the, you know, the whatever, six months after the end of the year. Uh, so that's important. Now, that applies to the same to small little mom and pop, like let's say free zone uh, licenses or consultancies that are just exist there for purely for, li- uh, for visa purposes, mm. for example. And there's many like that. Uh, so they will all have to register with FTA and they will all have to submit tax returns at the end of the year. Uh, so, however, in terms of the paying of the tax itself, it only applies to those businesses who are or natural or, or, or taxable persons who actually have an income over the threshold. Yes. I.e., over three hundred seventy-five thousand dirhams, except obviously the small businesses that apply for the small business relief yeah. um, that are within the, the uh, threshold of three million dirhams. Uh, so only those will have to pay the nine percent. So in other words, just because you're in a free zone and you're let's say you have a freelance license. Uh, and you know you may hundred make hundred or fifty thousand dirhams a year, uh, or make nothing at all from that particular business. You still have to register uh, with FTA, and you still have to submit your tax return. You just don't have to pay any tax. And you need a, a tax registration number from the Federal Tax Authority, the FTA you mentioned. Correct, yes. And that yeah. will be part of when you register, you will need to have that sort of the tax registration. Now, there is a few other, again, decrease in circulars and ministerial decisions and such that are coming, but one of the other ones is that you know, we're talking about the audited financials, uh, the audited financials. So the audited yeah. financials, uh, it's uh, there have been some recent um, kind of uh, clarifications that not all companies, not all businesses, not all taxable persons will have to provide and keep audited financials. And audited financials means when you have audited, uh, audited accountants, professional accountants that every year actually audit your books and sign off officially. Yes. Uh, so they're saying only businesses that are making f- more than 50 million dirhams a year will be required to actually have audited accounts up until and then others just have to have their own kind of bookkeeping mm. and uh, their own accounts but they're not required to have actually an auditor uh, audit their accounts so yeah so this is a very very recent um, clarification that was just issued recently and that's just an example of how the law continues to evolve and new, more more of these clarifications and nuances are being um, hashed out as we go through the process uh, but uh, in general this is this is it this is our reality now as of um, certainly as of January uh, 1 of 2024 uh, all taxable persons, all businesses will be subject, will have to be registered, and will have to start keeping their books with that in mind. Because at the end of uh, 2024, kind of mid by, 20, by mid 2025, they will have to start actually paying the tax uh, to the authorities. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, this is our new reality. So it's um, uh, interesting because it will change the business dynamic in the UAE tremendously. But at the end of the day, the, the obviously the authorities and the government views it as a positive and and uh, perhaps logical uh, evolution mm. in in its development as a country and uh, as a business hub. Uh, so 
this is the beginning of I'm sure many more podcasts that you and I will have to do on this topic and um, we are all learning this as we go through the process this is all literally hot off the press uh, and today is the first day and this is why we're doing it today just to commemorate the June 1st 2023 as the first day where uh, businesses can now uh, actually in the UAE those with a fiscal year starting as of June are now officially subject to the UAE corporate uh, tax uh, law so uh, congratulations to those businesses <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a lot more to talk about on this topic that's for sure that's another edition of Logical uh, as Ludmilla said UAE corporate tax law and we're recording this on June the 1st, 2023, the first kind of uh, D-Day or it's T-Day. I'm not sure quite uh, how we should term it. But there you go. T-Day it is. Yeah. Uh, as ever, thank you for watching, listening, or both if uh, you've done both. And thanks to our legal expert, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethka, Ludmilla. Yamalava, thanks for your expertise. And thank you, Tim, always for your very engaging and capable discussion. <laughs> You can find us at LY Law on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. You can find all the podcasts at lylawyers.com or on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like your legal question answered in an episode of Logical or to talk to a qualified UE experienced legal professional, just click on the contact button at lylawyers.com.